Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that is reviewing the best and worst and everything in between of horror, one movie at a time. I am your host, Otis, and I am joined by Katie. Hi. Emma. You. And Micah. Who told you? (laughs) This is episode 210, chapter one of Paranormal Month. And we are reviewing Insidious. Hit that music. Take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the Spooky Movie Squad. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to go for. Just do some intro. Like, like I said before, this is the first chapter of Paranormal Month. And like I said before, it's Katie's favorite. It's, it's, it's the best stuff. So when what we went with for Paranormal, it's... Not necessarily paranormal activity, but that kind of thing where people's bodies, ghosts and possession and shit, get grabbed you up. You know and, the movies. Yeah, there's so. a whole genre. It became popular in the late 2000s. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the movie we're going with is the 2010 supernatural horror film *Insidious*, directed by James Wan. That name sounds familiar, Otis. Well, yeah, because he's made an ass load of bangers so he (laughs) has created insidious series the conjuring series the saw series he actually Mm. like you know directed that was his first movie was saw he did furious seven that movie made 1.5 billion dollars by itself and he did aquaman so our, our boy james wan he loves horror, but he can actually do other things. We'll, we'll give everybody a pass for the one bad superhero movie they attempted to make. <laughs> Aquaman wasn't that bad. It was Aquaman was than... good, but fire Amber Heard. Amber yeah. Fartface. Amber Fire a bed pooper. Fucking snorting coke in court. What are you kidding? <laughs> Dude, right? Are you right? kidding? A jaw? I got a jar of dirt. He had a jar of cocaine. Bitch, that was his jar of dirt prop. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Right. She's like, after this certain day, I just saw that jar. It's full yeah, of, full when of he was, cocaine. When he was done filming Pirates, he had his fucking jar of dirt. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Objection. Hearsay. <laughs> Who asked that question? Dirt is code for cocaine. The cocaines. Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. Gosh, trash. So a couple of fun facts about this movie. They shot this film in three weeks. It's quick. Uh, it's That makes sense. It, it's crazy from what they had to do and all the effort. It seems like it would have taken a whole lot longer. But this movie is one of those like where's Waldo kind of horror movies where it'll just be a normal scene. But then you glance into the background and you're like, oh, what the fuck was that? And then it'll just go on. They shot it in three weeks, but the editing and shit took like six months because there was so much CGI and added. So much time to overthink. Oh, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) this movie was written by Lee Winnell. That name might not mean anything to a lot of people, but this bad boy, he directed The Invisible Man. From 2020. Ooh, that was a good ass movie. Yep, yep. Yep. And uh it was produced yeah, by Jason Blum. Hey, that name sounds familiar, Otis. Yeah. From Blumhouse. Yeah, he's the founder of Blumhouse. So the, the people oh, damn. That are habitually cracking out good movies. So he's the yeah. one that finds all these movies. And produced by Oren Pelly, the creator of Paranormal Activity. So they had so many people just no like famous yeah that knows what they're doing folks. with horror and they got them all together and they came up with insidious so if well, you don't they know done about, did well so yeah so if you don't know anything about insidious it's the first installment in this series there are four right now 
and they're working on a fifth. COVID kind of fudged up things, but it is about a family that has to deal with the fact that their son, not their house, is haunted. And all the things that come with that, like creepy little kids running and dancing the music in your house. Uh, Darth Maul just popping up behind you and trying to attack you. Yep. Whole lot of stuff. It's it's creepy as fuck. I remember the trailers of this coming out. I was like, damn, that looks wild as hell. And I didn't watch it for 12 years. Yeah, we went and saw it. I was like, damn, this is wild as hell. (laughs) Exactly. I avoided it for 12 years. It was terrifying. Yeah. It's really cool. I will say the last two films that they've made in it, not that good. And this series is kind of a big circle. The second one, I will say, if you watch the first two, you're good on Insidious, I will say. But if you want more of the the ghost chasers, <laughs> then I would keep <laughs> watching because you get a lot more info about ghost yeah the cool people in this movie not the shitty family but the ones that deal with the ghosts you get a lot more info about them but the first two great and then the other two they're prequels that doesn't make sense otis yeah i know you're right <laughs> uh yeah it's it's yeah, god it's, forbid we tell a story from start to finish rather than from the middle to the end and then back to the beginning yeah well they realize characters For are sure. way too cool and they're like well, fuck now we gotta explain well, <laughs> well how they can do that and then they're like Fuck it. We'll make three more with this person. So it makes a lot of sense. So Katie, what did you think about Insidious? I was really hesitant. I still don't like this genre of film. Um, But this movie had a lot of really good jump scares. And we have not watched a lot of movies recently that have had that. Um, Agreed. Just for whatever reason, the, the movies that we've picked lately just haven't had a lot of jump scares in them and this movie is chock full of them um yeah it was it was good um as soon as it started it's like about a thing with a baby for a minute and i was kind of going off on otis about how he's ruining me for my profession (laughs) my job because like (laughs) i deal with children all the time and baby monitors and things like that and i don't like when films deal with like other people coming in on baby monitors and creepy shit with babies and in babies rooms and in kids rooms no nope so this movie hit all of the scare points that i might encounter in my real life (laughs) and i don't like it that's for damn sure but it was good emma well, when I saw this movie originally in 2011, when it came out, I was very much deeply in my, I hate horror movies. And so when I first saw it, I was ruined for quite some time and it was not good. Freaked me out. I was not here for it. I could not go into a dark room at all. And then watching it again a few days ago, I just, it all came back and it was all horrific again. (laughs) And trying to, and I told Micah, I said, well, this is new watching this movie now with a baby monitor next to me. And I was like, this is not it. This is not it. I don't recommend watching this movie with a baby monitor next to you, but yeah and it was great it was good for the jump scares we have not like katie said watched a lot with jump scares in it lately but i liked it scared the absolute piss out of me so you know there's that micah uh this movie holds up real well yeah (laughs) i mean surprisingly well even the end um the end even the end finn no <laughs> spoiler <laughs> no alert. i'm not i'm not trying to spoil it that's why i'm it i'm trying to do it without spoiling it but even the ending doesn't take away from it like a lot of the horror movies that we've tended that we've found 
that start out really, really fucking well get way too excited and way too edited and then have this weird CGI thing at the end that is so obviously CGI that it hurts and kills the movie. Yep. But this movie did okay. And I feel like they ruined it with the sequel, but you know, we're not talking about the sequel. We're talking about the movie. I don't, I can't remember the first time I saw it, but I do remember the way I felt the first time I saw it. Like I literally watched it one time and then hadn't seen it until. Oh shit. It must've been when we first started dating. Well, it would have had (laughs) to have been. Fuck. I hope so. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Fuck. That was 10 years ago. Who knows what we were doing? That. I'm kidding. Was eleven oh years ago in right. 2011. Thank you. Fuck. Thanks for making me feel older. You're welcome. Just kidding. Okay, boomer. Would you continue, please? Uh, but yeah, the red face demon back in 2010, 2011, whenever it came out, it was terrifying. Still is. S- seeing it now is not not quite so much, oh, but okay. when it does show it from afar behind, you know, up in his creepy overlook, <laughs> his over overlook overlord office that he had going on there, uh, that was incredibly creepy. And the music added to it with the, the shrieking violins on one or two strings just just making the crunchiest chords they can possibly dig out oh yeah and that was absolutely terrifying the suspense in this movie was awesome and so every time there there was a jump scare they set it up really well which helps because a lot of times they'll just do a jump scare in the middle of something just to it'll be like oh it'll be surprising they'll never see it coming but this movie actually was able to build up to little moments like that and have it be super effective uh but yeah the the jump scares were great as a horror movie this one is up there this was a good one yeah i this is one that i saw with terrell and i want to say guido was there because we watched a ton of movies we had a we didn't have the alamo draft house because that's you know i think it's in austin but we had a a place where you could get food, like real food, not popcorn and hot dogs, like real food and giant pitchers of beer and watch scary movies, watch everything. Because I remember we watched Beer Fest and they had fucking DOS boots you could get. And I should have bought one then. And we watched Beer Fest and got drunk. <laughs> but that's OK. We got DOS boot from Pendragon. Yep. <laughs> we got it. Even better. We got it as adults. Yeah. <laughs> But I remember watching this in uh, Terrell and I, we, you know, a lot of stuff doesn't scare us. But man, when something pops out the right way and we're like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, it, it feels good. It feels good to get caught off guard. And there's tons of scenes in this movie. There's one whole like couple of minutes where there's just a little kid that just keeps popping up in scenes, just standing in corners. You're like, was that a little fucking kid right there? And then, you know, we'd reverse him like, oh, my God, just standing there. And uh, there's one scene upstairs where the uh, Renee, she's like watching this person outside the window walking and then just pops into the room. Just like, shit. Oh, man, I love that one. That's like my favorite one. He came out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, I'd have been screaming. Uh, no, this movie's really cool. And like Micah said, the sequels, I like the second one because it has a Back to the Future 2 vibe to it. If you understand what I mean, then yeah. But, you know, Back to the Future Part 2 pads out things and explains like, oh, that's why that thing happened because he did it then. And so I like one and two together as a just cohesive story because it continues right after. So, but then it gets a little silly after that, but. Uh, I would say if you like this one, I'd watch the second one. There's some scares. Uh, you know, the, the villain, I don't know. I like the villain in this one a little bit more than the second one, but, but you know. But a, yeah. thumb, but a hearty thumbs up. This this movie's really damn good. And like Mike said, <laughs> yeah. 
it's what eleven. Yeah, it's eleven years old now. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good for its age. No, I'm it, not. It, it just I don't know. It can still make you jump, especially if you don't know what's coming. Just like ugh. so. Yeah, this was a damn good movie. So I'd give it a shot. So. The movie opens with a married couple, Josh and Renee, spelled the weirdest way, and their sons, Dalton, Foster, and their daughter, Callie. That's a lot of names. And they move into a new home. Oh, they look so happy. Hopefully nothing happens to them. (laughs) 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 So Dalton, uh, there's a couple of weird things happen. Things are getting moved around. Books are just kind of knocked on the ground. And Renee is like, hey, kids, if you're going to mess with the books, you know, put them back. Like, we didn't mess with your books, mom. You're like, well, who did? Clearly, out. it was one of y'all. Y'all just lying to me. Yeah. I'm going to beat everybody in the room. Like, yeah, oh, no. I'm going to beat everybody's ass. I'm going to find out who the fuck did this. Hey, you know what? Everybody getting hit. Oh, no. So, uh, Dalton. Act if this movie was made in the 90s. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it wasn't us. It was the ghost, bitch. I hope the ghost saved you from this ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, ghost help. <laughs> so Dalton, he gets drawn up to the attic because the door slowly opens. That's what I do when I see doors open. Save me, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If a door opened behind me real slow, I'm like, well, time to go play downstairs. I didn't like I'm that. I'm leaving the house. <laughs> I didn't like that one bit. But Dalton's a brave kid. Good for him. He heads upstairs and he an idiot. climbs up a ladder, a Ricky <laughs> stupid ladder, to turn on a light and he bumps his head and then he sees some creepy shit. I think he actually sees the, the lady, right? Or I don't think they show what he saw. And he freaks out and he screams and the parents go up there and he bumped his head. And the next morning, Dalton does not wake up for school and the dad goes up there and he's shaking the shit out of him. And Dalton is in a coma. Like, what holy, the fuck? Holy shit. That so, moment was so terrifying. Yeah. Yep. So the doctor's like, yeah, he's in a coma. Yeah. Everything's fine. We can't we can't determine why he's in this coma. He's absolutely healthy. Katie's greatest fear, number one in this movie. <laughs> like, we're already at number one. Those comas? Yup. No, me oh. trying to wake up a child and them not waking up. Like literally every morning like, with my son. I'm just really tired and I want to keep sleeping, child. And uh I'm in a fucking coma, child. <laughs> and I <laughs> I hope beyond all hope that I never ever have to deal with the ladder. I don't I don't agree. That's horrific. Yeah. So after three months, Josh and Renee, they bring Dalton home because they're not doing anything there, and it probably costs a lot of money to have a coma kid. So they bring him home and they're going to take care of him. He is a coma kid. So (laughs) they they bring him home. Coma, 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 Anyway, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, Renee, I it the thing I'm reading says Josh experiences paranormal activity. He does not. He is sleeping at school. Renee sees Josh, a big old bitch. He can go fuck himself. Yes, wrong yeah. fucking movie. Right. Worst dad ever. So Renee, yeah. while she's working on her sweet ass song, that's gonna get her famous. And taking care of three kids and unpacking a whole fucking house by herself. Yeah. She starts and a lot of emotional baggage. Yeah. Yeah, her bitch of a husband's taking a nap at his work. (laughs) Catching them Z's. I'm grading papers. Bitch! You are taking a nap. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. She starts hearing voices on the baby monitor. This is uh fear number two, right there. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep interrupting you no, because this is some serious fear shit because that interference thing, that's real and it's awful. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Oh, it's terrifying. When one of the kids that I watch was really little, like was still a baby and was dealing with a baby monitor, the house that was next door to them also had a baby and the monitors would interfere with each other sometimes. 
So I would be hearing their kid cry because it would come through on our monitor. Horrific. Nope. 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 Never again. Hard pass. I changed the channels to every monitor in the house because I couldn't handle it. I was like, <laughs> this is not, not okay. There was a short movie, like, um, there was a chunk of time. I still watch them now, but it'll be like a five-minute scary movie. And there was one where uh, this lady heard this, another female's voice upstairs singing to her kid. And, it, oh, man, it's a good, it's a good short story so yeah when she hears voices on the baby monitor and the voices get louder and louder and just starts screaming and then the baby starts crying and she runs up there and sees nothing so she's starting to freak out it makes i mean it's pretty reasonable doors are opening in in the middle of the night alarms are going off and pianos are kind of just hitting notes and people like what the fuck is happening it's a lot of weird things are going down and like i said later on They'll explain why those things happen. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, part two explains a lot of things. So one night, my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, Renee sees this guy, like I said, walking outside the window. And I'm like, first of all, they're upstairs. And he's just la, 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 walking by the window, like you're having a meeting out there. And then just comes into the room. <laughs> and she freaks the fuck out, screaming. And she finally tells Josh, dude, we got to, I, I can't handle this anymore. And it's like, what are you talking about? I was taking a sweet ass nap at school. What do you mean? It's like, you're never here mentally, physically you're here, but mentally you are not here to help me with this. Physically, he ain't here either. He's at work grading papers because how many fucking papers could a teacher possibly need to grade every night until 10 p.m.? 50. (laughs) I would have accused him of having an affair and stabbed his tires already. Like, where the fuck are you at, Renee? (laughs) So... (laughs) She out of it. There's yeah. no one. You don't need to be That's at the ballet sure. every day. So Josh finally, well, he doesn't believe her, but he's like, okay, we'll move because something's freaking out. He humors out. her. Yeah. And actually he sees the bed sheets and has a, not a bloody handprint, a red handprint. Looks like it's lipstick, Otis. Yeah. There's a reason to that. So they leave because like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> And they move into a new house, and hooray, all the problems will be solved, right? No, the supernatural <laughs> activity it gets worse. <laughs> um, Josh's mom, Lorraine, she pops up and she's talking to Josh about things and how she had to deal with some stuff in the past, and she sees this red demon behind Josh, and it's like that like iconic scene from this movie there's memes of it like it pops up all the time it's essentially darth maul but instead of the horns on his head it's like short black hair that's kind of scraggly and all over the place yeah yeah but looks amazing and so it's terrifying uh his name well they they say red face demon but it's actually lipstick so his name is lipstick what the yeah lipstick (laughs) yeah <laughs> red rocket red rocket right. <laughs> yeah. so lorraine calls a friend a psychic elise and her paranormal investigator specs and tucker and they go around the house looking for where you know where the problem is and then they meet up with dalton in his room and so she actually sees the demon just over dalton's bed just like chilling he's like i'm i like this room this is my favorite so she actually can see it and she has specs draw the picture of it so everybody can see it uh good thing that they don't look at pictures on the wall that the kid drew maybe they could have solved this problem earlier but what do yep. i <laughs> what do i know <laughs> so elise explains that dalton he's not in a coma i mean it is a coma but he's not in a coma coma he is astral projecting himself right now and he's flying around being awesome and unfortunately he went a little too far and what happens is people that astral project themselves they just kind of travel around towns and stuff and they come back to their body but people that are really strong at it they go a little too far out and then they start meeting ghosts and ghosts get a little jealous when they see an open body and so the problem is 
a ghost, a strong spirit has grabbed Dalton and is keeping him from his body. And that's why he he won't wake up because his soul's not there. Apparently, like the Simpsons, you can still do things without your soul. But in this world, you just sleep without your soul. So he is stuck in the further. That's what they call it. The I guess it's purgatory, I guess. Yeah, it's after you die and you're there. So they are in, he is in the further. And so that's the issue. And so at least she performs a seance to talk to Dalton and pull a uh, poltergeist and try to get him to come back. Just like the little lady when she was trying to get Carol Ann to, to come into the light. Carol Ann. And he, she, yeah, she got her back. So maybe at least can do it. Unfortunately, the demon possesses Dalton's body and starts swinging on everybody. <laughs> this little kid is just beating the shit out of everybody. And Elise actually pulls a, I don't know, a preacher and tells that demon to get out of his body and testifies. And then the demon leaves. So it's not strong enough to get him yet. But time is running out. So Lorraine explains that she, she knew Elise for a very long time. And she actually helped Josh back in the day because he had the same power. He was astral projecting everywhere and having fun. And he, well, the mom saw in pictures that this creepy lady in a dress was getting closer and closer to him. And so they had the same issues. And then she, Lorraine realized like, hey, it might be easier if Josh just forgets how to astral project. So that ghost lady can't get any closer to him. That's reasonable. So now it looks like, you know, there's another strong ghost screwing with the family. And the only person that can save him is Josh. He has to go into the further again. And he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. At least it's like, we all don't <laughs> just do it. So he hops into the further and he gets into a, he sees a lot of creepy stuff in the house. And he fights this long-haired spirit, that's his name, and he, you know, he doesn't punch him and knock him out. He just kind of pushes his hands out. He's like, yeah, get away from me. And the spirit flies away. <laughs> and he finds Dalton chained up, gets him free, and then they start to fight the lipstick demon. And lipstick face is beating their ass because he's really good at that. So they run off and they make it back home. The lipstick demon's on their tail. Josh tells Dalton to get back into his body and Josh actually sees the old woman's spirit that's been screwing with him since he was a kid and instead of just running back to his body and saying screw you he's like I got time I got time hey old lady I'm not afraid of you anymore he sounded like Kevin McAllister I'm not afraid anymore and then <laughs> hooray Dalton got back to his body Josh got back to his body everything is good Hooray. So <laughs> the family, they're all happy and stuff. And at least she grabs uh, what a camera. She grabs something from Josh and she stops for a second. And then she just instinctively grabs a camera and takes a picture of him. Josh freaks out for no reason and starts choking Elise and kills her. And then we see later the picture is of the old woman so when josh was trying to fight the old lady or yell at it old lady's like oh your body's open well cool i'm gonna get that and hopped into josh's body so now <laughs> she's got herself a sweet ass 40 year old body and then that's yeah, the end does. of the right and that's the end of the movie well the wife realizes it too she sees something we don't know what she saw well the wife sees the picture yes she sees the picture, but we don't see yet what she saw. And then they'll explain. It would have been the same picture that the girl, that the Elise saw. Yeah. Or is it? Why would it have been different? I, I'm just saying that. Yeah. But no, that's the end of Insidious. I will say part two, it continues right after this. And then it's, 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 it's pretty dang good. I would say watch number two if you've seen this. So Katie, who is your favorite character in Insidious? Elise, the mom, or not, sorry, not the mom, uh, the ghost hunter lady. Um, ghost facer. Yeah, the ghost facer lady. She was amazing. She came in and was like, yo, this is what's going on. This is 
the demon that's here and the situation and we're gonna get your kid out of the coma all you gotta do is trust me and mom was 100 percent in even though shitty ass dad was like mm, huh, i don't think i don't think that's what we're gonna do mom was gung-ho and made it work and saved the day like her kid survived hooray um so elise she was the best emma i said renee because i knew somebody was gonna say elise but she was all about protecting her kids and just being her and she was like i don't give two fucks if you think i'm crazy no something is fucking with my kids and i would have been like that too i would have been like nope 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 not stop until these things leave my kids alone so yeah <sighs> mothering <laughs> nightmare micah yeah i i agree with who uh with you guys okay with uh her being the favorite Elise or Renee? Uh, Elise. Okay. I mean, she was definitely by far the main actor. I mean, she was in damn near every scene. Um, what? I'm just saying it's hard to choose another character to be your favorite in this movie. Well, Elise came in halfway that. through the movie. Renee is the mom. Renee is the mom. Elise is the ghost facer lady. Oh, okay. Then Renee. I'm sorry. That's why yeah. I was trying to clarify. No, her. Yeah, that seance was something else. <laughs> but I mean, a mom pushed to the brink and finally breaking down, and like the the dad trying to be realistic and go, "Wait, what the fuck are we doing? A psychic? Wait, what 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 is happening? Ghosts? Is haunted? What?" And she's like, "No, no, no. Just trust me." And it's like. It, you know she's tried everything else and finally hit her breaking point and resorting to something that normal people would scoff at and go what no and then it actually happening and being a real thing <laughs> otis i actually went with elise i love characters that you know they have all the answers and they can explain it and sometimes the family's like well we, we don't believe you and it's like okay like I, I can hopefully handle this. She reminded you know. me a lot of um, Zelda from Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah, in, you know, step into the light, Carol Ann. You know, she's like this house is clean. You know, she she was out there doing work. So it Elise was awesome, and I, I keep saying this, but it's like a lot of films that I show. You know, show my friends one, and it's like, oh, uh, they explain a lot more in the next one, and it's like I explain a lot more in the next one. Uh, you get a lot more of Elisa's story, even though she died in this one. You get a ton more story with her. I think the third movie is how she started seeing ghosts and stuff like that. So they they understood that Elise was really cool. So you know, it, too late in the game. Yeah, it it feels like a hard pivot. They're like, "Fuck, why do we kill her?" Yeah, and it's like, damn, damn she could have just stayed alive and did cool. She could have been this whole series. Yeah, it could have been about her. So. Uh, it's, shoulda, woulda, shoulda. it's an issue right? but elise is really cool so katie who is your least favorite character i'll give you one guess <laughs> <laughs> that bitch ass dad josh lambert my god well, what a garbage fucking character he did not lift a finger to set up the first house that was a brand new house that they moved into or the second house that was a brand new house that they moved into. Like, he did nothing. He did not take care of his kids at all. No. He did not believe his wife when his wife was like, I'm hearing voices. Weird shit's happening in this house. Something is wrong with our son that is not, like, just n weird, random fucking coma. Like, you are trash. The only thing that you did that was worthwhile was at the very end of this movie when you went into the whatever demon shadow realm and pulled your kid out. Yeah. And it still wasn't enough to redeem you in my eyes because you're still trash. Like, if you are fucking just 
I can't sleep and I'm tired, that tired, tell your wife that you're that tired and she's going to bitch at you and be like, bitch, you don't know tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, like, don't just fucking lie to your wife for question mark amount of time to take naps at school. You're a bitch. Fuck yep. you, Josh Lambert. Full out. Emma. I'm going to have to say the same thing. And there's literally no other words that I could have put together in the exact same way, but be <laughs> different words. So yes. Fuck Josh. Yeah. Micah, are you really thinking about it? Yeah. Well, cause I lost my train of thought. The answer is the dad. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, Holy no. crap. I, God damn it. I work so goddamn much that the only place I want to be is home. Holy shit. I am not looking for excuses to stay at work longer. Like that. Oh my God. I, I'm, I mean, I'm glad he's not out there cheating on his wife. That would be even worse, but this doesn't make it a whole lot better. This is him escaping to uh, sleep at a desk, I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. i don't live like that. <laughs> I want to come home. <laughs> Even yeah, if there's shit going on at home, like fucking let's deal with it. Damn. Yeah, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Otis, will you be different? <laughs> uh, I'm looking. I, okay. So if my mom knew some crazy stuff happened to me as a kid, well, no, because she was protecting them. I hate in horror movies when secrets have to stay secret to keep people safe, but then things could have been solved so much faster and easier if they just knew that secret. So yeah. it's like, I'm I'm sorry I didn't tell you about this astral projection situation or that, you know, ghosts are fucking real because I saw one in a picture coming to get you. You know, it, I like to think that she, especially when the house, like when they moved, because the mom was, the grandma was there. And then she didn't say anything then. And it's like, well, why'd y'all move? It's like, I saw weird stuff in the house. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Like, bitch. No, it's, hey, it's probably something from the past. Because I remember, hey, did you see one in a dress? No, just just a weird guy in a red one. Okay, that's weird. Because I remember seeing that shit when Josh was young. They could have saw, they could have explained this. Sure, she saw Darth Maul a little bit later and was like, oh, shit, I'm going to call my friend. It just, I don't know. It it sucks. It sucks that they yeah. can't just, you know, he's an adult, a sleepy, shitty adult, but be like, hey, you can ask to project and your son, that's probably the problem with his body or something, something with that. I mean, yes and no, because the minute they, that bitch found out that he could ask project, he asked to project, astral projected it into this fucking shadow realm saved his kid and immediately got possessed like his willpower's trash he couldn't have fought off yeah. this demon lady had he known about her for the last 40 years of his life like if his mom had quote womaned up and told her told him about it he probably would have killed his whole family like <laughs> before this movie even got made yeah because yeah he has no willpower to fight off this demon <laughs> or to fight off his demon ghost lady, not the red face demon, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was me. Yeah. That least favorite. You. So let's do seven word synopsis for insidious. It's not the haunt. Oh, I fucked it up. It's not the house that's haunted. Ooh. It's the boy spoilers. So <laughs> my first one is, Movie has creepy stuff in every scene. Like I said, it's like a Where's Waldo. You see weird shit everywhere in it. And uh, this is the first movie where I heard that Tiny Tim song, the tiptoe through the tulips. And we used to sing that all the time when we were doing being weird in like Minecraft. You just played it through your, your headset and then just be creeping somewhere. Uh, the next one, Ghost Popped Out of Curtain was amazing. Uh, me, I just remember me and Terrell watching That's, it. That's uh, fear number three. <laughs> yeah, like just coming out the curtain. Well, little kid rooms typically have those like sheer ass curtains. Yeah, and no, 
Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that, I remember that scene me throw freaking the fuck Horrific. out when that dude came out of nothing. There's a reason <laughs> we don't have any full-length curtains in this house. <laughs> you don't want a long-haired person just walking through them? Nope. Hey, how's it going, Katie? <laughs> I'm going to see the feet at the bottom. <laughs> like, yep. And I'm going to beat somebody's ass with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, my last one is cool series. Just watch the next one. Katie. Okay. Garbage dad is garbage. Deserves his possession. Damn. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of around. You shit. You deserve that they're, ghost in your body. I mean, there's a, there's a focal you point. You got ghosts in your blood. Yeah. <laughs> do some cocaine, do some about, cocaine it. about it <laughs> uh okay my next one is roseburn could do so much better yep <laughs> use her real name but say she could do so much better in the movie <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry Re- renee lambert could do so much right. better helen hunt you could do so much better <laughs> he sucked uh and then who is watching the other two kids? Yup. Long-haired ghost. There is a moment in this movie, like the back third of this movie, where the ghost facers, the mom, the dad, the grandma, who's supposed to be watching the other two kids, <laughs> they're all at the house trying to deal with this fucking possession, like Dalton's possession. Yeah. And... The other two kids are where? Yeah. Question mark. Like they just, they got like halfway through this movie and we're like, okay, the other two kids are going to go stay at grandma's and then just wrote them off like fucking Judy and family matters. She just walked up the stairs and she was gone and no one ever asked another question about it. (laughs) That's for sure. They didn't even bring them back at the end when like Dalton woke up and everything was happy. Like, right? They, they weren't even there. They there was nope. no like, oh yeah. And the next day, everyone was awake and the kids were here and they were so happy to see their brother. Nope. It was just like, who the fuck knows where those other kids are? Right. Uh, Micah. Oh, don't the, don't yeah, have this one was hard. Skip me and come back. Okay. Mm, okay, I have absolute mother's nightmare in every single scene. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and just like that, my sleep died. <laughs> I for real had trouble sleeping the night we watched this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, no this this one's this one's a real piece of shit. Yeah, uh, he's neither here nor there, but further. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then home invasion and nightmarish reality combined horrifically. Yep. And then my alliterative initial innocent instance invites insidious intrusive invader. Nice. Yes. Micah, do you have one? Um, no. He doesn't have one. He got too into the movie. That's <laughs> fair. Okay. So this film came out April 1st, April Fools, 2011. So what do you guys think the budget for Insidious was? Katie. I'm going to say $15 dues. $15 dues. Emma. Okay, so this was 2011. These actors were new-ish to the popularity of their careers. And this was like one set. So... I don't know. I'm thinking like just above Grave Encounters, so I'm going to go with like $10. $10 dues. Okay. And Micah. Mm. Also taking into account back when it came out, um, $12 dues. $12 dues. Uh, I can't remember that sound from Price is Right when everyone goes over. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the new sound. <laughs> but uh. you- yeah, but the budget was $1.5 dollary dues. Wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I was on the right track. I just went too high. I'm surprised they did like I could easily see them spending that much money on 
makeup and lighting and CGI stuff alone. Yeah. Those, those three things, like special effects and makeup alone uh, for that scene that where they're in the, the red face demons like house. Yeah. Like I could, that's insane that they got that done so quickly. Yeah. Pretty cheap. So what do you guys think the box office was? Katie. Uh, $125 dues, Bob. Emma. $100 dues. Micah. Mm, $47 dues. Wow. $47 dues. So we don't do prices right rules, but Micah would have won. But we don't do that. <laughs> Just like we don't talk about Bruno or Fight Club. <laughs> So the box office was $99.5 dues. Damn. This movie made all the money. I'm very impressed that it made that much more than its budget, but shocked that it didn't break $100 million because so many yeah, people sure. were. Like this movie blew the fuck up. Everybody was talking about this movie and how freaked out they were and all these different things. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, It probably makes sense that there weren't that many other big movies. What was it? Hop? It was like a... No one saw that. Eastery film with bunnies. And then Source Code. Also, no one saw that. I don't even know what the fuck that... Oh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I think he's on a train and then like goes back in time or something. Again, no one saw that. So... (laughs) I didn't even know that was a movie. Yeah. So Insidious was one of the most profitable films of 2011 with Cars 2 being like second place or actually with Cars <laughs> 2 having a worldwide profit of 362 million. So yeah, Cars 2 did work. Yeah. I can't even remember Cars 2, but um but no, everyone enjoyed this movie. A lot of people said the final act is kind of huh? um it, it goes from like super scary creepy ghosts astral projection we're in a foggy ass warehouse now running around so i mean i was fine it's all related like all that ghost shit it's all related you want to get on the fucking plane where the ghosts are you gotta like be able to disassociate yourself from your body yeah i i get it but just at the beginning it's them quietly dealing with things in their house and then it goes to like well I'm in a weird world. The mom dealing with yeah. things in their house. That dad did not deal with shit. But yeah, that was the biggest, I guess, gripe that people had. Just the third act wasn't as good as one and two. For yeah. sure. I, I kind of get it. I'm fine with the ending because, you know. I think it would have been cooler if the mom had to astral project and go save her kid. Yeah. That'd cool. I think that would have been a better thing because... I had no connection to the dad and I didn't give a fuck about his story at all. And they tried to like redeem him at the end by him saving his kid. But then he also killed Elise. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. I would have liked it a lot better if it was like Rose Byrne, who was like astral projecting. And then she went down and she brought back her son and she came back and then she choked her fucking shitty husband out. (laughs) Shit. That's that would have been I would have made. Who sees ghosts now, bitch? <laughs> but yeah, no, um, no, it, it's a fun one. You get to the end. You know, there's some spots like when he's fighting that long-haired ghost, and he just kind of he's like, "Stay back," and just kind of boofs his yeah. hands, and the ghost like, Ugh. "That was stupid." That was a lot. Was <laughs> he didn't even touch him, but you know. It reminds me of that fucking the SpongeBob meme with his like hands. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, one of my fun facts. Katie reminded me. So Dalton, he is baby Iron Man kid. Yeah, he is. Yeah, from Endgame and Iron Man three. Three. So he's a little kid that talks shit on on Tony. (laughs) He gets that sweet ass little watch. Yeah, the little kid watch. So and then he shows up at his funeral. Yeah. Yep. That's all. Well, yeah. <laughs> the difference between being 12 and a grown man. <laughs> you got told too, babe. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, um, th- this is a good one, I would say. And like I said before, watch one and two. And then if you want to keep going, you'll learn more things about Elise. And then there's 
at the end of every movie, there's this like cliffhanger. Someone sees something, they're like, whoa. And it's weird. And like, I'll just spawn it. At the end of the fourth one, we catch up to Elise right before she gets into the first Insidious movie. And Elise sees something. And she's like, whoa. And the credits hit. And then we, I want to know what she saw. Because <laughs> something freaked her right. the fuck out before Insidious, the like the Insidious movie. So I if think I there had... was another monster out there. Probably the leader of all of these monsters. If so. I had named this movie, it would be called Never Not Haunted. Never Not Haunted. <laughs> Never Not Haunted 3. <laughs> the Haunting. The Haunting. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it's fun Electric stuff. Electric boo boo. Yeah, yeah. It's fun stuff. I wish they didn't kill Elise. It'd have been yeah easy to make movies and have her. That's I don't saying. know. That's have like saying. an estranged child that didn't want to deal with the ghosts, and then that's how you keep it going. She can die in one of them, and then the girl will be the next one or boy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Roseburn. Yeah. She should have astral projected and saved the kid, and then came back and strangled her husband. Then Elise would still be alive, and Roseburn would still be alive, and they wouldn't have to deal with that shitty husband. And yep. So, does anybody have anything else to say about Insidious? It's watchable, I guess. It's very triggering in a lot of ways. So just be aware of that. But it's good. Yeah, if you watched this movie before you had kids, like when it came out, and now you have kids, you're going to feel some kind of way about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or if you work around kids, you're going to feel yep. some feelings. That's for damn sure. <laughs> it's got some solid jump scares still to a this lot, day. A lot of jump scares. Like, still to this day, yep. probably some of the best jump scares in a movie and the music is just right you get to see a little like little tiny guy from uh acdc like a kid dressed up like the guy from acdc oh yeah dancing the yep dancing the tiptoe through the tulips yeah that was a mess oh man so with that that is the end of the show so if you have any other cool fun facts about insidious or red faced demons that it's lipstick or weird ghost ladies that might not be ladies mm, watch the second movie you can tweet us at allentownpod we have an email it is allentownpresents at gmail.com we have a facebook at allentownpresents so that was chapter one and uh, I'm excited about chapter two of the, the second movie I think it's going to be a pretty solid one a really cool idea I've never seen anything like that and it ties into the future of things so um, but yeah, the music you listen to right now, that is Flippin' the Combined F or Flippin' the C-E, anywhere where you can search for them. At Studio Fitas, thank you so much for the artwork. I really need to talk to y'all. <laughs> I need some more art. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna keep going. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another Possession Paranormal Ghost film. See you guys. Bye. Toots! Now that's spooky.